Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Babies, bitching, and Broadway. All that and more on this week's Believe in Soap Operas. And it's just me for the moment. Uh, my co-host will be back any minute. Oh, there he is. All right. There we go. I know I changed the intro a little bit. And I was like, oh, hey. notice. <laughs> no, I love it. I was over here just dancing. You know, I can't, still can't get that <laughs> intro. I think it's ever going to get old for me. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, but yeah, like I- I'm, I'm working slowly but surely because I'm one of those people that you know is already great, but just think everything can improve, just like the intro. So of course I added some Nathan. I, I may have added a little Will Cortland, and um, have been learning to animate. So that's why you're seeing a lot more I, of the Believe logos. Just you know, my Photoshop skills are okay, but but I've learned how to make it work. So yeah, that's why you'll start seeing some of my work here with the uh, segments. But I decided to change that up a little bit already. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, listen, I personally think that. Hold on, here. Hold on. Dance like a there we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, you went away for a second. Oh my God. Okay, guys, <laughs> look, I don't know what's going on. New York Spectrum has been a mess today. So it's. it's Apparently, it's LA is bad too with Spectrum. Um, I heard that. Uh, I have to say, I'm proud to be an AT&T customer these days because they've actually been, thank God, you know, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Like, don't speak too soon, girl. Yeah. Next thing you know, you'll have no services. I, I actually spoke yeah. to someone recently in LA, my friend. She's been uh-huh. without internet for about two days now. Um and so it's been a bit of a problem. So it's, it's interesting for me. I know my poor brother, when he, we were all snowed in here in Texas this past week. And uh, that's, again, some of us learned to animate during that time and, and mess with things. But uh, <laughs> sadly, you know, most people didn't have electricity. We were lucky. We didn't have water for, you know, so I was gross, but I, I yeah. learned to do some stuff. But my brother... Once he got electricity back, he has Spectrum, and it was still out for a while. And he's like, huh, I guess I'm watching James Bond, <laughs> like, <laughs> Friday the 13th. That's what I have. Um, so, I mean, Lucretia, something I was going to talk to you about. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, everything's been crazy in Texas. We've seen yeah. what's kind of went down there. I know that you spoke out on your social media um, about, <laughs> you know, people speaking out. You know, I'm from Texas as well, yeah. 
and there was some, it seemed to be like some- You're kind of, your mic is out like a little bit. I can't hear you that well. And telling Texas people to get over it. Guys, technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, no, so Lucretia, what I was saying to you is I had saw your post online about um <laughs> I've been salty these days, huh? <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and yeah. oh it's gonna get worse, guys. Like because I'm talking. calling some of you out. I am writing songs. Y'all y'all are gonna get it. And and there's probably none of you uh who I'll be speaking about that still listen to this after Larry Flick's episode. But you know what? For the few that do, yeah, you'll go get it. <laughs> yeah, um she's been she's been on fire, but you know. <laughs> Coming from someone like myself as well, who lives, who's from Texas, um, I did see your post. Um, mm -hmm. You were saying how some people um, up north, especially that you've seen, maybe are pe people who are or maybe that's not up more north California, too. really, which is but, sad yeah. because that's my my home, really. Right. Like I'm Pe from here and I'm here now, but uh, LA is my home. Right, and and people making comments about mm -hmm. Texas. So, do you care to? Because I have an opinion on that as well, mm -hmm. being born and raised from there. But I want to, I yeah. want to hear like what are your thoughts on that and and what you kind of felt when you were seeing people make those comments. Well. Again, and we'll get into it a little later. Uh, it's funny to me how people who always call out bullies and call everyone bullies and say everyone's bullying them mm -hmm. are the biggest bullies themselves. And mm -hmm. and this is one of those instances where the people that are always calling for people to be better and do better and all this, when you're literally trying to be like, well, this is their fault, like, yeah. or like, oh, screw them, Texans. Uh, yeah, this is what you get because of these regulations or no regulations. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to bring up the California fire because that was another tragedy. But here's the thing is regulate, no regulate. Electricity is a problem everywhere. We have not kept up with the times. But, and again, Governor Abbott was trying to do a good job. Now you're not, I mean, there are other people out there that that weren't i mean obviously mm -hmm. <laughs> ted cruz but but it's one of those things where it, it's just it's so sad that people want to use this opportunity to crap on people who are suffering but then act like they're the heroes and that was kind of what i saw with a lot of people and it's like look you know what if all you're doing is posting thoughts and prayers great because that is helpful in your own way i mean Again, I don't want to give you guys any, you know, gold stars, especially some of you who knew people in Texas and didn't say shit. Yeah, like, great. You're, but you know what? There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. So if we got to give a, 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 you know, a little half star, okay, fine. But Not it's a half people. star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, okay, so yeah, I have, yeah. I have a slightly different take, but, mm -hmm. but in the same realm. So I still have family and friends in Texas. I think that what has happened in the past, well, four years, but mm. especially within the past year. And I think people this, forget how diverse Texas is, especially people, politically. People mm. forget. And I mm. think that what has happened is, is that everything that we do from a global pandemic mm. to uh, weather, uh, you know, because what, what ended up happening in Texas has was leading to conversations about global uh, climate change. Yeah, it's that. climate change because yeah, I mean, this was obviously not a warming situation, but it is, it, exactly. and it is some, and that is valid. But right. it was when people were like, "Oh, you deserve." I mean, Stephen King was the worst. I was glad to see because he forgets that this is horror country. This is home to the biggest conventions for that genre, and now you are no longer welcome here, buddy. Donnie yeah. Cates, Joe Lansdale, these guys all called you out because that was tacky. Yeah. yeah. I think that I, he was I, the real monster all along. Well, I so here's the thing. I'm 
I'm not torn because obviously mm -hmm. I have family and friends there. So I'm not torn about doing what's right, but what I mm -hmm. think and saying the right thing. But I think what people should have been trying to say is because there's there there is a big crowd of people in Texas, mm -hmm. a large percentage that is are are supportive of what Ted Cruz did. You know, they, they think he, he did what he what he should have done. Um, <laughs> Just got a canker. Yeah. yeah. So I I, I Simpsons think there's did a lot of, it. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of anger. I think there's a lot of um, resentment. And because, I mean, look, you literally had Texas a month before with Governor Abbott saying, I'm not going to work with the new administration. I'm going to put up this and that. And you know what? Any help that they try to give us or any like Cuomo or any of them try to help us, we don't want their help. And so there, there, I think there's a lot of political hurt around this. And I think that might be some of the things you saw because I definitely in the beginning. But again, we're, we don't need, this is the problem with the pandemic too. We do not need to politicize people's lives. And that's the don't. biggest problem from the get go. And whether yeah. you thought the Republicans were doing that then, that's what you were doing now. And again, yeah. I can't wait to get into the soapbox segment where it is comparison because as much as some of y'all may not agree on political lines a lot of you are doing the same exact thing and that's the thing mm -hmm. is that was not the time people were suffering many yeah. people did not have electricity over 60 people died and uh, the number keeps growing we yeah. you know luck i mean and it's crazy the fact that you know we were at negative 16 a week ago and now it's 70 degrees and that has its whole other set of problems but luckily i mean the entire town of Tyler, Texas didn't have water for 48 hours or more because, and that is over a hundred thousand people. Because again, when something happens every once in a blue moon, you aren't prepared, but we were prepared because we knew it was coming, but not even to that extent. I mean, that's sort of the thing is there were so many things that happened that even the best of intentions couldn't have prepared for. Right. And yes, if those grids were winterized, like they were supposed to be, this wouldn't have happened, but they did apparently pay for that and it didn't happen. So, so it is when it, because I remember years ago when we had the storm and I mean, it's happened every so often, but this is one of, you know, much like the pandemic itself, an unprecedented event. And again, sometimes the best thing to do and hold on, oh, I'm going to get closer is not say anything at all. Again, yeah. the whole, if you do not <laughs> have anything nice to say, mm -hmm. don't say it, applies to Twitter. Twitter just wasn't invented when that saying was. And that's sort of my thing is like, look, don't take the, if you want to talk about, oh, this crazy weather event happened, that's because of climate change. Great. Make it focus on that. Fine. But when you start talking about people who are suffering and making it about them and they just, the D word is, oh, and we're going to get into it again, deserve that is a narcissistic fucking term. And yeah. no, and that is where it's just like, no, y you better step off. You are now the villain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear all of that. And I yeah. definitely, I, I feel you on that. And obviously, again, I definitely don't want anything like to happen to any, any people and friends I know in Texas. I, I'll say that I think, because I don't know, I had a friend, the reason I'm, I'm slightly, I had a friend who posted something who's from Texas and they live here now. And it was a little Twitter back and forth. And I'll say that in the beginning, the media, I don't feel like portrayed what was going on in Texas in the beginning. Because I'll admit, when I woke up and I first started was hearing things, oh my God, guys, it's just snow. Because I've lived through snow in Texas as oh, well. Oh yeah, but I know. I think the moment that we realized that 
it was some without water problems. and light. Yeah. That's exactly you're exactly right. That's when the 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 tone should have shifted. But I think we're definitely in this position where social media has led to a lot of bullying issues. And I don't want to be one of those people that say on both sides, but people are really it is. I mean, yeah, you know, there's facts. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, there's yeah. a way for me to say both sides yeah. without it sounding like there's good people on both sides or bad people on both sides. It's a it's it's a very weird place right now, and I think that there's a lot that has to be taken into account with it. And I I do, but and I but I but I do believe this: there are people who, as I was saying, I was making my point about that believe that Ted Cruz did the right thing, do not think that he should have left. And there are people who are like, okay, but someone like AOC and other politicians came in, raised money while he disappeared, and did all of this, and. I think the people who are still defending him and saying, I'd rather sit, I mean, there's, I saw this one guy post something that said, I'd rather be Republican and sit here and freeze than ask a Democrat for any type of handout. And it was like on Twitter. And I think when people are commenting and saying, people like him deserve whatever comes his way because he don't care. Yeah, the D like, word is bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and our, our, people, our people that say, oh, um, I'm not going to wear a mask because I don't want to protect anyone around me because I don't believe there's a pandemic and then they get sick and then, you know, they can't fight the illness and they pass away. A lot of people have used the D word with them. So it's a very interesting climate that we're in right now. Um, but I agree with you. I think it's weird when you say you, someone deserves something, even when it's good, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'll tell you, because even when it's good news and someone say you deserve something, it's almost like- It's a little icky. It's, it's yeah. still icky. It's still icky. It's like when you get a job promotion, like you deserve that. And it's like, or I just worked for it. I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah. It's very weird. I'm glad we talked about the D word because yeah. it's very interesting. Because um, so I see about- it a lot. And it's so ingrained when you research narcissism and, and you're really into that side of it, especially when it pertains to, to like what that word really means and why people choose to use it. It is a very icky word. Like, and I try to not even use it in a good way because of the implication. Well, you I definitely like, don't want the implication. No. I mean, pe- people want, you know, the best that they can. Because <laughs> it, it, it can, it can definitely make people feel a certain type of way. Um, you know, but, Talking of which, you know, going to other things that's going on in the soap world, <laughs> we, because girl, we got to get down to the soap. I know. I was uh, like, we've been 15 minutes on politics, which we, and is we'll, like, we'll and on. then, yeah. <laughs> um, but soap Twitter. So you were already talking about soap Twitter and everything yeah. that's going on, but a bit of fun has happened because there's been a bunch of speculation about who's going to play Ashlyn Locke on Young and the Restless. So it's a fan casting poll. Um, and a lot of people are going crazy. They're like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Will DeVry? Is it going to be so like, tell me, because I, you and I were texting about this um, the other day. Tell me like what's going on that Young and Arrested themselves put out a bunch of people and say, who do you want? Or did like, because. No, that was just sort of me being like, because it's been driving me crazy. My mom laughs when we're watching it. And I was like. God, who they've they've got to have a big fish for this role, right? Because it was a real quick change of storyline, mm-hmm. and uh, for Kyle and Summer, which I like because I like yeah. them. Even though Kyle today, I'm like, dude, 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 yeah. don't be lying to your girl. Like, like just tell her the truth. This is not cool, buddy. But yeah. but it is one of those things that, and then it'll in it now. It's an umbrella story with. Right. 
and with Jack. And, and we're going to see a lot. And, and of the people we care about, because I love me some Shady Victor today. But yeah. it was one of those things that I was just more like, who would we want to play this role? Because they're not saying shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that, and again, I, I always have to prefocus it. I ain't crazy. I'm not psychic. <laughs> There's just certain things that I get a feeling about. And just like Matt Lauer, just like Joss Whedon, just like many other things, this girl knows what's up. And again, this is why sometimes being friends with a Republican ain't worse than cheating on your wife with little Miss Hallmark. Okay, but the, uh, more on that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to get to that. That is going to be so juicy. I want to hear. I, I, I will not reveal names, but I just love when people love to judge. And it's like, no wonder you're alone. You just love to judge everyone else. And and I know my brother, I don't know why I have a Southern accent now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Martin. When you go back to Tyler, Texas, girl, look, no. go- this is why I get all judgmental as my brother. Like, he was like, it's like you're Judge Judy, but you're judgmental. <laughs> oh, I but, like yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, listen, I think because you sent me over some options. Um, yeah. I have a real feeling. Listen, no one, no one um, props for themselves more than Will DeVry. Um, <laughs> you know, he, well, I mean, maybe Brian Craig, but those two, you know, are always, if there's a soap job to be got, they're out there getting it. You know, personally, I like to see Will go over to Days of Our Lives and play Peter Blake. I think he would yeah, be I great. Yeah, I I think he'd be great as a Demira. Um, you know, rebuild that family back up because you got Kristen, you got, you got, you, you know, you got them all in town right now. So I would love to see something from that, you know, occur. Um, because I think there's a lot of women in Salem that he, he could be fun with. I'd also oh, like yeah. to see Billy Reed come back. Um, you know, obviously Lisa Renna has her fame from Real Housewives right now. I don't think she'd do it unless it would be a cameo situation. But, you know, I think Julie Penson would be great to come back. Yeah. A lot of people like Krista Allen. Or you know what? They oh, yeah. I love Krista. Like, maybe I should text her. I was like, yeah. I, was like I know her. I was like, oh, man. Oh. I mean, or I forgot she was Billy. Get a whole new Billy, you know. They don't have to choose one of those three women. Um, So I think Ted King might be it, man. Yeah, like uh, you know, all of that aside, because when you mentioned um, the uh, Lisa Renna, I of course in my shit my mom says uh, segment, uh, which was funny in regards to this, her suggestions were she's like, what? Maybe it's Trump. Like, like the way they're talking about him, he kind of sounds like Trump, and I had to make me laugh because it was like a joke, obviously. But it's like I don't know, you know, it is CBS. (laughs) But but she was also like, dude, wouldn't it be cool if it was Harry? Hamlin, Lisa Rinna's husband, and we like, you know, other than Clash of the Titans, obviously, and you know, we know him best from one of his uh, more later roles as ooh on uh, Veronica Mars, where he and Lisa did play husband wife. They were Logan's evil parents, which was yeah. awesome. And so I'm like, yeah, because to me, they Donnie, sorry guys, is not the only one out. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about it a little later. They, they may be losing um, their uh, Latina family or um, but or Latinx, uh, again, whatever it's the PC term. But yeah, and, and even though, because you know when someone's leaving when they're having their best week ever, because Jordy, phenomenal. And we'll get into that later with uh, Ray yeah. there. And I am really liking Ray. I like that he gets to say what we all want to say. But I feel yeah. like Ray will be gone. And we know Lola probably go with him, 
So, so why would this not be Ted King? I mean, and again, we kind of just keep going back because that's who we want. I know I threw Trevor St. John out there because to be fair, guys, he may be on Roswell, but, but is that still the show? And, and, it's, and it's one of those that plenty of people do the CW shows and do other stuff. And this feels like a big budget short-term thing. Mm. Just, just an inkling. This is, this is a umbrella story and he'll be out. Um, it's a villain that comes in and, and messes around and then leaves, which is, again, why you could see people like Trevor or Michael Park, for example. I just liked him. So I was like, cool. I'm thinking of somebody. I was trying to think of like cool people who would fit that role, why I just threw some names out, because it's not like we got any names except uh, the one fan said, wouldn't it be great if it was Julia McMahon? And I agree. Well, I think it could yeah. be somebody like that, actually. Yeah, that, that was a Python guy, one. like Harry Amlin or him. But Ted King would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I think that soaps are really past their their day of, of, of actually getting um, old, you know, old school soap actors to come on for short arcs. I think that they're looking into getting other eyeballs on the shows. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we've talked about for weeks um, with the shows increasing and, 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 you know, love going back into the shows uh, from the networks, at least from ABC specifically. Um, so I think that it's possible that we might get someone like Julie McMahon or, or someone that is, you know, in the primetime role. So I, I'd love to see that. I'd, I'd really... I, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, hopefully it brings people back to, you know, uh, Young Arrestors. I'm excited about the shit your mom says. She said something <laughs> else that, honestly, I yeah. can't stop laughing at. Uh, oh, no, I laughed so, so hard. Tell me, so tell me what happened when y'all were talking about Faith. Like, tell me what happened. Oh, yeah. So it was when um, Faith came in, like, and Sharon's just like, you know, that's why I, I even told Sharon Caves this when I met her at a CBS daytime event. It was like, I love Sharon's crazy eyes when she's all like, oh, no, oh, God. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, none of this is disrespect to Sharon Caves, but Sharon, the character, when when Faith came in, it was just like, what did you do? Like, like when Ray leaves, because he's like, Ugh. and then it, my mom was just like, knows you're a dumb slut, Sharon. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, it's so funny because I don't know. I sometimes this is crazy. And this is a big say that I'm gonna something I'm gonna say. Sometimes I don't know if CBS loves Sharon Case. I don't. <laughs> Because sometimes it's hard to tell sometimes where you're like, do they love them? Do they hate them? Or like with Nancy Lee Grand, I think she loves being the mess. So maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe Sharon Case is like, I want to be the disaster. Like, because that's more fun to play. Like, I understand that. Like, it is. It just, yeah. you know, we were really hoping, you know, I know a lot of people felt let down by her cancer storyline um, that she had going on. And because it was like, feel, yeah. And they kind of feel that her storyline with Adam is particular because the two actors are dating in real life. Um, yeah, and it's like, oh, you're willing to look like a bad mom after all you've done to be a better person? And no, honey. Like, like, And I like, though, at least with this, unlike sometimes when they try to force other things, it's like, look, people are allowed to call you out. Like, that's why, ooh, I love me some Ray this week. Call her out. Faith, call her out. Even yeah. Mariah called her out. I mean, well, it's also something, uh, you know, to point out to you is that a lot of soap, like, I think Young and the Restless have been getting a lot of feedback because since Britney and um, 
since uh, Elena and Devon, sorry, I was about to call them out of real life and probably start a whole rumor. <laughs> but because Elena and Devon had ended on the show, yeah. um, you know, even with Brittany and Brian still being together in real life, there was no kissing really happening on Young and Restless. And a lot of people were kind of like, mm, it's no really romance. So I think they well, wanted there to was ro plenty of romance. This is where I'll say fans y'all gotta learn to have a little bit of imagination whether it's like who do you think could be Ashlyn Locke and we get like no answers or the idea <laughs> that it's just like I'm sorry and, and again this is going to the haters out there uh Billy and Lily are fucking adorable you got Smith, they're still hot I mean hell even Nate and Elena still hot, even though they can't kiss like her and Devon. It's still hot, guys. Like, yeah, they, they're doing it really well with what they have. And you guys either need to get over it or move on. Like, I wouldn't suggest people stop watching the show, except for the fact that if you're going to ruin the enjoyment for others, and we'll get into that later, then then maybe you need to take a break. And look, there's nothing wrong with a soap break. I've heard that, and not just a soap break, with any television show you watch, a lot of people did it years ago with Walking Dead. If you need <laughs> yeah. to take a break I forgot to go from back. Show, girl, I took a whole break from it. But if you need to take a break from a show because they're not giving you what you feel you want and you feel like it's making you an angry person, listen, entertainment is supposed to drive happiness, right? At least for mm -hmm. the most part. Like, you should be excited watching these shows. You should not be in a position where you are irate because you're spending all this time watching something that you don't like. Like when I see- Gio Oh, buddy, we are gonna love the soapbox. Like, cause yeah. this is like, uh, and, and it's all just blending together here. It's, it's, I, mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of, you know, we're definitely gonna pick up on this, but I see a lot of GH fans. I, I cannot, I, will, I have not watched this show in two to three months and it's great to see on my timeline. It's still trash, hashtag GH, hashtag this. And I'm like, mm. then why are you tweeting about it? Stop tweeting yeah. about it. If you don't like General Hospital, you don't like Bold and Beautiful, Days of our life. any of these shows, don't tweet about it. You literally are making your head hurt by getting online and tweeting about it. No one cares, cares about your fucking feelings. Because <laughs> I'm tired. Um, I know. Yeah, I know, man. Let's talk about some good things. Let's talk about, <laughs> instead of these fans that like go off, let's talk about some news. Yeah, that's so, why I was like, we'll get back to that. Like, it's our, our shit sandwich. Sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> it's our we'll shit sandwich. But yeah, like, like there's so much news to get through because as we know, they've released the casting of Tara Locke, which is Elizabeth Lanier or Lanier. I don't know. I'm not good with pronunciation. Couldn't find Elizabeth it. Lanier? But, yeah. Yeah. But it's one of those things that you're like, oh, they're releasing this and this is her. And, and I feel like even though she's Kyle's possible baby mama, she is like the small fish when, when he'll be the big fish based on just most of the dialogues about him. Because the Tara stuff is just focused with Kyle. And it's great to see that they have, you know, sort of an up-and-comer in this role. And we'll see, because this will spell trouble for Kyle. And I hate that, but I love them. Um, and, it, and I don't mind, like, good obstacles like this. Yeah. Just, like, Sally's not really an obstacle. I like that Kyle back summer from the get-go like with sally it was like he's not buying it poor jack's just got haven't late been laid in a while itis like oh, i get it my <laughs> God. i cannot believe she's about to sleep with her grandpa but you know what it's been happening on soap since the beginning of time especially with our next piece of news amanda Seddon <laughs> actually did it first on one life to live with Clint, yeah. she was playing kimberly andrews and she is returning to general hospital 
the end of March as Brooklyn Quartermain. Uh, which I'm actually, glad. Which I'm glad. And it's going to yeah. be very interesting because while I know Amanda can have chemistry with a stick, um, I thought that Brianna Lane, who came in and did temporary work for her, did an amazing job. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, you know, a lot of the storylines we saw, especially with Chase in Brooklyn and Valentine in Brooklyn, were with Brianna. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know. They set that, up a lot with Amanda and him first. And I think that's what they were sort of waiting on. Yeah. And I think that Chase, you know, I think we're going to, I think we should have Valentine and Anna. And I think yes. we should have. Oh, especially after the past few days. Like, oh, and, so and I've wanted this for a while because, like, Anna is the goat of this show when it comes to the women. As much as I love my Ava, like, Anna just is a much better partner, I would say, in some ways. But, oh, you know, they. They need the Cassidines, and, and again, because I love my ladies. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, she has Nick, and then Anna can have Valentine because they're the best. I mean, and I like that we're having this honest conversation, and that she's vulnerable with him, and that's good. Because again, forget about Nina. Um, we uh, we certainly will, <laughs> but we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to see Jackie in a storyline with Olivia, Ned, and Robert. Because oh yeah, I think that'd be that, that could be fun, and I think yeah. Alexis needs to move over to Finn. But you know, we'll talk you about can all tell that. Just that. Yeah. how we get guys. Lakeisha yeah. and I will literally be talking and giving you news, and then start and then it's a GH. Story. <laughs> right. and, then, and then it's GH. Um, so, but really good news this week. We're very excited to announce that Sasha Kale is now playing the role of Supergirl in the new Flash film. I'm super excited. I'm a huge fan of DC. Um, they're not as good as Marvel because they can't get their storylines right. But no, 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 uh, uh, uh. Like I love DC and Marvel, and and I agree that DC films need some work. And I hate to say it, I'm sort of looking forward to the Snyder Cut. I do feel like it sets a bad precedent, and I will bring that up later. We're gonna have a lot, but. DC on TV, other than Agent Carter and then the Netflix stuff, which honestly was not even really like Marvel TV. DC TV used to be the GOAT. Now, now I'm not saying, you know, now that Arrow's off and, and we just still have legends, but again, this goes into the stuff you're not watching anymore, you quit tweeting about. Yeah. Of course, and Supergirl lost me, but the DC TV universe and what we got with those crossovers, like- epic. Planet X and Crisis on Infinite Earth, great. And I've always been a more DC person because, again, my favorite has got to be Constantine. Uh, that's my man. That's my favorite. Hellblazer's my favorite comic book, that character. I've done a lot to help him get into the zeitgeist. But it's uh, one of those things that it's like, yeah, in the Green Arrow, I love my libtard archer, which is my joke name we used to call him. <laughs> I, well, you I know, know. I think that, like, you know who I could picture as, like, he's a DC or Marvel yes. star? Like, Josh Swickert. Oh, yeah. GH. Yeah, I could see him doing that. And, I mean, He would he be could... a great Superman. Like, because like, he, he has good, that yeah. innocence. Like, because he'd be more like a Brandon Rouse Superman. And, and, again, that's, like, pages and pages of Lucretia's rants, which you could find on the internet somewhere about, like, how he was robbed. But we got more in Crisis with the Kingdom Cup. I mean, I go on and on about the... the I love uh, the Crisis. I just finished yeah. the most recent Crisis. Uh, but no, I was going to say, I think that he would be um, 
uh, you know, Josh Wicker would be good, but I mean, his most, his next role that he has, I think is going to be even better because yeah. he and his wife, Lauren, just announced that they are expecting a child. Congratulations to Josh and Lauren, everybody. Yeah. And, and it's a girl, apparently they already know. Like, so, so that's cute. Yay. And then, uh, you know, it's all about the babies because uh, Jackie McInnes Woods had a baby boy Lennox. And what's funny about Jackie is that she was the original Sarah in the Arrow pilot. Um, yeah, like if you watch the Arrow uh, first episode, the pilot there, she is Sarah in the flashbacks when she dies um, on the Queen's Gambit. So yeah, I, I love me some Arrow and Miss Arrow and props to Stephen Amell for still supporting the genre. I haven't watched Superman and Lois yet because we don't get the CW live here. We have to wait the next day and I don't mm. watch my shows till later. But yeah, I mean, all of this encompass, but congrats to Sasha Cal, uh, uh, like Sasha Cal, there's too many S's in there, yeah. but as Supergirl in The Flash, because this is one of those Bitsy, tu speaking of Superman and Lois, Bitsy mm -hmm. Tulick was on a show I watched, Grimm, and I oh, was yeah. not a fan of her character. Just like, I, I'm not a fan of Lola, I'm not gonna lie, but mm -hmm. Sasha's a good actress. And I'm like, when she got that role, just like when Bitsy got Lois Lane, I'm like, that fits. I like that. Yeah. And I can't like wait to see this. Just like <laughs> Bitsy as Lois. I was like, that works for them. Like it was, anything is better than that, something you like. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything is better than uh, Lois Lane from the Superman Returns movie with Brandon Routh. Oh, yeah. Kate Bosworth. <laughs> can't do it. Cannot. I, do I have it. a friend who Kate literally played her in a movie and it was bad. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That, 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 those no. are always the worst. I mean, listen, people should know um, that the soap actors are, are very, very talented. And you know, I know we're going to talk a little bit about this complaint later because we saw some <laughs> stuff go down online. But soap actors are very talented. And I'm glad to see that networks are starting to put a little bit of love back into them. As I said with ABC, um, ABC Daytime Broadway Cares raised over $100,000, um, which I think is it speaks to the love and respect that's still there from soaps. I know Whoopi Goldberg talked about it on The View. Yeah. And she said, I miss the soaps. And there was a whole little segment about it. And I think it's very important to for people to realize the impact that soaps have. Because listen, I know, a little, and, and, and Lucretia as well know about auditioning and doing things like that. Sasha was picked out of a lot of people just oh, to yeah. be able to audition. Let's start there. And then... And when they picked yeah, her resume, yeah. they knew she was a soap actress. They knew she was a soap star. So for me, so was know, Nathan Fillion. So was Brandon Ralph. Talk so about was, it. I mean, Paige, like yeah. so many people. So I think that people have to, be including T'Challa and and uh, Killmonger. I was like, oh, blank. Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman played the same character on All My Children, and yeah. they talked about it during the Black Panther press. Like, ugh, this I is. Mean, you lazy people. Julianne Moore got on stage and accepted her award years ago. Um, I don't remember if it was a SAG or... Nathan, if we're going into people who are not in... Well, actually, he'll be in the DC universe, and he's... Oh, well, uh, Nathan Fillion, uh, who's, oh, a, yeah. of course, my personal fave of all time, like, the GOAT when it comes to actors. Uh <laughs> But they, what they did though, um, I was saying about Julianne and, and Nathan, but Julianne mm -hmm. 
did, she won an award a few years ago and she got on mm-hmm. stage and she, it was like a big award. And she thanked, it was the Oscars or SAG Awards, I'm not sure. Yeah. But she thanked As the World Turned. Um, yeah. Because she played the original twins, Franny. And, and she actually came back to the show when it went off the air uh, to portray one of the twins. So I think- And she's a- done some of the Fallon segments and stuff like that because she respects where she comes from, just like Nathan. Nathan and Bob Woods, who was Bo on One Life to Live, who played his uncle as Nathan was Joey Buchanan. Um, he always brings him a bottle of scotch because he's the one who convinced him to go out and try because he goes, we'll be here when you get back if it doesn't work out. But he convinced him to leave New York and One Life to Live to go try out. And, you know, I mean, he was on Two Guys and a Girl, which is one of my favorite shows, but it's not that popular. I mean, him and Ryan Reynolds both. I love that. Um, Two Guys and a Girl with Pizza Place is the original title. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he did really well on that, but it took him a while before he got Firefly, which was the big, you know, vehicle. But, yeah, now he's going to be in Suicide Squad. And, you know, speaking of DC, and um, Candace Mack in the chat here says it was out of over 425 actresses that Sasha was chosen. And Christopher Reeve, you know, the OG Superman, really, was a soap actor as well. I mean, that's what I'll say, guys. Like, wow. don't act like soap actor is insulting because, yeah, I mean, Roger Holworth and Maura West are the best. Yeah, I mean, look. So, who cares? Yeah. We're, we're our, so, guys, we're already in our soapbox segment. <laughs> this. Yeah. Um, so, now we're on it. You know, I think we've said a lot on that about comic book fans insinuating um, <laughs> and insulting yeah. soap actors. This is the whole thing. It, like, like, what the what was going on online like what i loved most about anything is we said look we can fight we can end fight all day but we will end you and i (laughs) I love that so tell me what was going on online yeah so like it was initially just a uh twitter response to the news on deadline i believe because that was like the main you know breaking news about sasha winning the role and there was a guy who responded just with like a Jeff Goldblum eye roll, which I love Jeff Goldblum. It's not his fault, but the fans like a soap actor. And I just love that immediately everyone was like, oh, like so-and-so and so like, cause that's where I'll just say like, bro, bro, bro. T'Challa yeah. and Killmonger played that same character on All My Children. I hate to keep saying that, but it's like, dude, Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman Two of the greatest actors of our generation were on All My Children. Again, Nathan, Sarah the affirmation. Michelle Geller. Yeah, she did exactly. Buffy, people. She got yeah. her Emmy from All My Children. And it was her anniversary today. Like, isn't that crazy of her debut as Kendall? Yeah. Like, she, she, was the post? she usually makes a post. Yeah, she did on Instagram. See, yeah. guys. Yeah. The, the soap fan, the people who are on soaps, you know, pe- people aren't should not be expected. I, when we're growing up and we're making a decision to be actors, mm-hmm. it's all type of acting. I've done mm-hmm. stage acting, I've done soaps, I've done films. Like we we do acting as an actor. Like there's no categories. Now, are there people who like particular areas of the acting yeah. field? Are there people who like stage over film, over TV, over soaps, over procedurals, over whatever? Yes, absolutely. But it's all acting at the end of the day and we need to support actors and shows and things that they're a part of because I mean, one day you'll look up and your favorite show will no longer be there. Yeah, I mean, because that even happened for us soap fans like with One Life to Live um, and the other ones that have gone off like um, All My Children as well and you had As the World Turns at the aforementioned and Guiding Light. I mean, 
these things were around, but even they won't be there anymore. And it's nice to know, like, I love to follow people. I, I was in love with Joey Buchanan well, and Todd Manning, but, yeah. but yeah, so you know what? When Nathan went to a different show, it was good because it was what I was already watching because he yeah. was in the second season of Two Guys and a, and a Girl at a Pizza Place yeah. when it started. But yeah, it's like, and I followed him on to everything else. I mean, hell, when they canceled Castle because of that bitch, and again, guys, I got the facts, and I am so tired of that even being a fucking question because I know people who worked on that show, and uh, luckily all those people, for the most part, have gotten jobs on The Rookie, right. and jobs, you know, are hard to come by, and that's behind the scenes, which was where she apparently had the biggest problem with those yeah. poor working people, but again, I'll get into that in a minute. But it's just The Rookie, again, not only houses Nathan as the star, and again, the castle had a lot of casting from some people, even Nancy Lee Grant. James Patrick Stewart, Tamara Braun, uh, he always helped his friends, his daytime people, Rebecca Budding. She has, and and all these people will probably eventually be on The Rookie because it's a good show. And the aforementioned Brandon Routh was a villain this season. Um, unfortunately, Superman had to play a racist cop, but you know what? It's a good show. It was a good performance because people forget Brandon makes a good villain. If you've ever seen Chuck, he was my favorite. But, yeah, he does make a really good film. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Eric uh, Winters is all uh, like actually probably my favorite character, even over Nathan Bradford on The Rookie. This show houses all these people and luckily gave all those people who lost their jobs because someone's a pain in the ass. And, you want to uh, talk about it? You, you yeah. want to talk about it? I'm tell you about it. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's, it's very, very weird. And, you know, I love Nathan Fillion a lot. Um, you know, I know the show, The Rookie, has came under fire yeah. for what happened to an actress who was on season one of that show. Yeah. Um, but the the hair person, this was a hair person that, that was in the incident, and quality, but they dealt with it because they weren't about to let something go on. Yeah. Um, and she still chose to leave, which is her prerogative. But, yeah, it's a good show. And it's funny because you've even had Ashley Jones show up. We have, yeah, and Kamar De Los Reyes is now a recurring character. Oh, so nice. yeah, they, trust that. me, they, they they are good to their daytime people. So yeah, I mean, it's a good show to support it. And that's what we want, guys, because you know we want these shows to be able to have some type of of, of a way to continue. I mean, so many actors, you know, are, are just are just happy to work at the end of the day, and they're happy to entertain and. You know, that's why I'm excited, you know, uh, about Pine Valley, you know, coming back, um, possibly. Yeah. Because, you know, that's going to be a whole different realm. And, you know, we'll get the opportunity to have some people pop up. So I'm excited about that. So you have a photo you want to show us. You trolled. Oh. You've been trolling, <laughs> have you not? Oh, yeah. Let me see. I was like, I was even going to skip that part and just rant. But, you know, I feel like I need the photo. Because I know we're heading into Performer of the Week and Losers and Winners. So I know you got some rent. Let's see. And I'm learning because I, I now have a second monitor. No, no it makes it much easier to do this. Yes. Oh, Chrome. Uh, I have uh, the updated Mac operating system and it is not playing with me today. But you know what? You guys can find this photo because it'll take too long. And I want to, you know, I've got a long rant. So, yes, guys, uh, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter. Because, again, that's where I posted it. Because you fucking assholes do not understand 
that the person who posts on the GH social media, as well as any other major show or publication, any of that is just a poor, probably unpaid intern. They probably don't even watch the show. It is just their job to send out the tweet. And hopefully they have all this stuff muted. Because, like, my God, I mean, it was bad enough when it was Nina and Jax, like, in their love scene, and you guys bullied Cynthia Watros to the point where she had to say something. But, oh, no, you just are all upset that Jason is moving on. And to, like, uh, yes, her name is Kelly, the actress, too, but God forbid they do a different story. And, and I swear to God, you guys, as we were talking about people, like Jay Sam fans, I get it. You love this couple. You're shippers. Like your mm -hmm. life revolves around this. But you know what? Get one. Because guess what? They're doing something else. And get, we all have couples we love. I'm a big Spixie fan. You know, I get everyone hates Paxi. But um, Maxi was good. I, I mean, I can get over it. Like, great. Like, my life yeah. doesn't revolve around Maxi and Spinelli being together. You know, my life doesn't actually revolve around Frizz being together either. Or Valentina and Anna never gets I, I mean, using my other characters as an example. And trust me, guys, I know shit that's coming down the pipe. And it's not going to be great for people I like. But you know what? I, I'm a GH fan first. And I enjoy the show. Quit ruining it for other people. If that's all you care about, then find something else to watch. Because they have moved on. And good for Sam's character, because if that's, and that's all you want, I mean, I thought you were Sam fans. That's what your freaking avatar is, is a picture of Sam. But Ooh. oh no, that girl has a life of her own and is trying to do better and finally put herself and her kids first. Oh no, that's terrible because we love Jason and Sam so much. You guys are nuts. You know what you sound like? Those people who stormed the Capitol. Because, like, oh, you know what? They were defending their favorite character, too. And But, oh, no, we don't understand how the Internet or jobs work because, for whatever reason, we are just trolls inside under the bridge who do not understand. I don't know why I'm getting Southern again. This is, just, this is Michael E. Knight. I get it. It happens. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, my God. I am just so – because here's the thing is, I even have certain things muted and it still manages to pop up because you guys are relentless. And again, I could go on and on and on, but I need a drink. So you know what? Just get a life, y'all. Guess what? The show will happen before J-Sam and it will happen after J-Sam, which is now. And if you don't like it, take it out on your own page. Leave the poor person who runs the social media account alone. And for fuck's sake, leave Kelly Thibault alone, okay? She didn't do nothing. Or, you know, Dominic Zambronia. Y'all coming out at him. Calling uh, Dante. Calling them trash. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. They're actors doing their job just like Steve and Kelly Monaco. And guess what? The job is they're apart now. Get over it. Get a life. And it ain't anybody's fault, and y'all shouldn't be insulting anybody's appearance, because that is just fucking childish. I thought you had to be 13 to get a Twitter account, which is kind of low. But, you know, maybe they need to increase it to 21, because y'all act like a bunch of teenage mean girls, and I'm fucking sick of it. And so, yes, you know what? I posted a funny meme, like, oh, you sad. Using official pictures, I ain't throwing shade. But Jesus Christ, yeah, even Candace is like, oh, geez, because, yeah, I, I was just like, I am done with it because it is like, again, 
Y'all want to talk about bullying and your queen want to talk about bullying? Y'all are the bullies. You're bothering people who have nothing to do with this. And to be honest, even the people that do, mm -hmm. who cares? Get a fucking life. Y'all um, see what y'all did to my beautiful yeah. co-host? Y'all got yeah. my co-host hot. I mean, there were no lies told. I think you're 100% right, Lucretia. I mean, it still baffles me that people tag the actors in, yeah. in these messages. Um, and, and it really also baffles me when people like blur that line between Kelly Tabod and Britt and Kelly Monaco and Sam. And and I'm like, well, first of all, where's all the Sam love coming from? Because y'all have not liked Sam for quite some time, nor have any of you really liked Kelly Monaco because y'all treated homegirl like shit. So where's all the Sam love coming from? You also didn't and, and, and you also didn't like Jason slash Steve Burton because guess what? You thought he came back and stole Billy Miller's job when he was playing Drew. So tell me where all of this love for these particular people are coming in from and where you think it's okay to tag the actor. Actors are people with feelings too. And that's why, again, I know this is a very unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it. That's why Brian, anytime I say that, you already know something's coming. Yep, uh, I you already like, know we're going to get messages and we're going to be coming. And you already heard my like yeah. five minute rant. No, <laughs> I was like, pull Adam Carolla. Like, because I'm done. I'm sick of it. And I mute episode. everything. Yeah, I was going to get this it. This episode's honestly going to go up and people are going to hear it. And then they're going to say, wow, they are such hateful people. But what I'm about to say, no one's going <laughs> to like. But that's why Brian Craig said he was going to break y'all's fingers. Because <laughs> you, you don't get to talk to people that way and like, you know, bully and harass and say yeah. things about people and not get consequences. Because just because we're on a screen don't mean that like I'm not a human being. I mean, listen, if you try me now and I catch you outside, you know, it might be a problem. You know, I, I've, I've been on TV, I've done things. And if I continue in this industry, like I don't want anyone to say, like you don't, get to, you don't get to get online to me. Listen, you're gonna have thick skin, you can block people. But if I have a series mm -hmm. of people coming at me talking about, for example, my mother, and you're saying yeah. things and you're doing things, I might say, yeah, I might break your finger. <laughs> like, so I would be careful saying certain things and certain so fans. Yeah, because Laura Wright jumped in to defend Eden not too long ago. And a lot of y'all want to wear that like a badge of honor because she blocked you when she was just defending her TV baby, who's about the same age as her own babies. And yeah, it's like, I love when Mama Bear like came out. And I love when Cynthia was like standing up for herself. Like, seriously? And, and it's um, just Lamone like, Archie get over it. Well. On, on days, him and Sal have very much spoke out, especially when Black Lives Matter was going on. It was like, we're calling out the racist. Billy um, uh, Billy from uh, Days as well, who plays Chad, Billy Flynn, yeah. he was speaking out too and was just like, screw you, screw that. Like, I'm sorry, but like, if you want to have this platform where you want to interact with your favorite, not just soap star, but primetime star, movie star, whatever, you have to be ready that they might hear, you might get some comments back that you don't like. You can't talk to people any kind of way. So what I suggest people do is learn social media etiquette before you try it again. 
Yeah, and it's one of those things that it must be easier to, when you're talking behind an avatar of somebody that ain't you and you're not using your real name and you don't have your job. But guess what? I obviously stand by everything I fucking say because I use my real name. I even tell y'all where I live, like address permitting. But guess what? You want to dox me? Like, come at me. Like, seriously, folks. That's why I even posted the freaking meme. It's like, leave that poor person alone. Come at me. But no, none of y'all even tag me when you try to talk shit because you know, I'll just put you in your fucking place. And I'm tired of it. And it's just, and two, and none of this has been directed at me. I just see this and I'm like, this is pathetic. Get a life. And, yeah, and for God's sake, if you like GH, watch GH. And if you want to tweet about GH, tweet about GH in your own page. Yeah. If people are asking your opinion and you want to give it on there, you know, whatever, that's fine. Even if it's not great, if they're asking, they're asking. But, yeah. you know, just to attack the poor social media person with, with I ain't happy about this. I ain't watching. Like, what the hell? Like, they don't oh, care. Not, yeah, because they don't even probably watch the show, guys. Like, again, you're like the idiots of when I was a brand, like, you know, my years of being a brand ambassador. Um, that it's like, yeah, we're out here promoting Toyota, but you want to tell me about your Prius? Like, I even know anything. Like, I work yeah. that. Like, this is how dumb you are. And I don't even care about calling you dumb because this is dumb. This and is dumb. you're just mad about your favorite couple. And guess what? Like, the world doesn't revolve around that. Yours may, but guess what? Nobody else's does. And yeah, if, if you want to come at people with your real name and your real picture, okay, fine. You know what? You're at least standing up, but you don't even stand up for what you even are saying because you aren't saying it as yourself. You're hiding behind a computer screen and I'm just sick of it because I'm sick of it when it goes to people who don't deserve it. And yeah, that D word. And it's like, yeah, you know what? nobody deserves anything, especially not little bitches who whine about their show and just want people to hear what they say. This ain't the fucking Snyder Cut. Warner Brothers and Disney are different. That No matter how much you do hashtag JSAM, hashtag JSAM, they're not going to do it just because you keep whining. Like, and that's not how they work. They also think about what might be going on behind the scenes. And I don't yeah. know anything personally, but I mean... Look. We've talked about it on this show before. That's why they were mad, but that's why they probably won't watch this. But guess what? I hope somebody tweets about this and they hear it. Tweet about it. Um, well, look, I don't think this is going to make them even happier, but performers of the week, after <laughs> mine was definitely Kelly Thabod, and your one of yours yep. is who? Steve Burton and Jordy uh, Villasayo. So, so, yeah, it's like... I, I love, because as I say, like, I've never been the biggest Ray fan. I, I liked yeah. Jordy when he was on All My Children, but um, I love me some Jordy Villasuso this week because he is saying what we all want to say to Sharon, and he is laying it on the line for his woman, and uh, yeah, he's realizing she just like Mia. But Steve Burton, to me, really had me in a lot of those scenes because, again, guys, we're not talking about our you know future Emmy winner William Lipton this because we'll do that next week but yeah, yeah like uh, of course Monday that I mean I made my mom watch it torture porn all the way like I was crying for poor yeah. Cameron but I mean Steve I, had I, me I crying me, I watched it in bed and I was in tears it was great yeah I was like wait if you don't feel good you may want to say this <laughs> no I, I watched it and I was just like why am I crying I even uh, messaged Frank uh, who's the EP of GH for all of you out there watching? And I was like, Frank, this was amazing, and he he was he was so happy that you know a lot of people um, loved it. So I was able to to let him know. I 
I, I have to say another, in terms of performance of the week, I just really feel like <laughs> what we're finding on the soaps is actors having fun. We're yeah. seeing a lot of them have fun. And and especially on General Hospital, which you know is both you and I favorite show, yeah. we're seeing a lot of shakeups. Um, and, and I, I like it. Shakeups have made people happy. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is something new for me to do. I haven't done this yet. Like, like I, and I love that. Yeah, because we're getting the emotional Jason like about Sonny because he he's lost his best friend and to some of us his soulmate, and that was why I was like I got to pick Steve Burton for last week. I, I really is the funeral scenes were kind of like dull other than that. Like I will just say like because again it's a dark subject and we're and when you're you know dealing with stuff. Okay, I get it. Um, but when it came to like Steve Burton's performance, I was like, yep, this is why. This is this is why this is why he's mm. Emmy winner Steve Burton. Um, so winners and losers in characters <laughs> this week, guys. And here's a disclaimer: I have to always give you this, you crazy fans out there. This is talking about characters only, not actors. So when we're talking of winners and losers, we're speaking. Oh yeah, because I'm about to be a bitch again. But <laughs> so for me, uh, winner this past week was Neen Na. Reeves, listen, Nina came up in there and she let Carly have it. And I love them together, by the and, way. And <laughs> oh, I do too. And she let Jax have it. And you know, mm -hmm. that was that was pleasurable for more than one reason. But um her doing that was just kind of like, yo, fuck you. Like, I this is how I feel. Like, screw this wedding, screw this funeral, ain't even nobody in that grave. But guess what? There's a body over here where my daughter is. Like it. Yo, and when she was like, I can't think of what I need to say to you, Jackson. And she cussed him out and was like, oh, wow, look, I thought of it and walked away. I was <laughs> like, this is what, now I will say this. There was a moment the other day I was thinking, I was like, uh, I wonder how this scene would have played with Michelle Stafford. Or I wonder how this scene would have played with Michelle Stafford against, you know, Laura Wright or Michelle Stafford against Tamara Braun, even as Carly. Yeah. You start imagining those things. Obviously, I think Laura and Cynthia knocked it out the park going back talking about performers and actors. But as far as characters go, you can't help but to sometimes have that integrate into that. Yeah. It's so interesting. But Cynthia, baby, let's show them why. Show them why you were Annie Dunn and why we've been talking about this. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to because Nina has been a character that has been played by two powerhouses, Michelle Stafford and now Cynthia Watros. But Nina as a character has never been that great. Like, yeah. but her best stuff was when she was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And that's why I feel like they brought Cynthia Watros on like right away. And I feel like in this world, say people, again, I, I don't know why it's like speaking into a void to some of you, but it's pretty clear that, that this storyline is probably gonna be wrapping up. That's why we may have uh, room in the budget for Brenda, who I'm actually looking forward to, um, which is weird. That's just how much I'm so over Sam. And we can't have too many brunettes on the show. But it's one of those things that, that with Nina, this I feel like is her exit storyline, but this is like her brilliant swan song. And that's what's good is yeah. you get a powerhouse like Cynthia and what does she do best? She's crazy. She's funny. We got to have that fun stuff with her and James Patrick Stewart as uh, Frank and Virginia. That was great. And we've got this backstory, but due to COVID, 
and the way that, you know, things had to be shuffled with Will and him. I mean, all of that, I feel like this is prolonged, but this is that climax we are looking for because I love me some Carly. I love me some Laura Wright, but you know what I love when Carly has to fight and bite and scrape and, Anybody who acts like this is news. Carly's favorite pastime is keeping kids away from their parents. And that includes Literally, Carly's been doing like, that oh. from Sarah Brown right mm -hmm. on up the camera. Even with Jennifer Bransford, yeah. Carly was doing that. Carly has always done that. And um, I love I that Nicholas got to call her out for that. But I'm like, ooh, this is this is that climax. And we are gonna see crazy Nina. And what is she gonna do? I'm a I know Eden's not going anywhere, but we may have her hurt Jocelyn or you know somebody else like there and uh, maybe willow i mean <laughs> do, you, do you feel like that this is the end of cynthia i mean i hope not but i do agree with you and listen guys lucretia she yeah. said she's a little bit of a psychic so yeah. i do agree that it feels very the end of nina and just yeah. from me hearing a little bit going on over there um maybe i don't know like no one knows what's coming next even the, the cast so it's very exciting but they're all excited like the cast don't know really what stories are coming next or or how they're being laid out just because of the shakeup on the canvas so it's very yeah. exciting i see you have another winner from general hospital <laughs> who is it oh that's funny because yeah like we say i feel like this is nina's exit and possibly some more people because let's face it i mean there, there's, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. There's, there's too many people on canvas. And and it, if the, anything Vanessa Marcel says is true, which I do think it is, we may be seeing the return since Candace Mack did bring up that they address where Robin and Brenda was at at the funeral, and it's like no, they didn't. But again, we at least know what's going on with, um, with uh, Robin. So, but I'll with Brenda, you, mm. Cynthia, I'll, I'll give this. There's a rumor floating around online about what Nina may be doing next. Hmm. And I would implore people to, it's out there, it's out there. And I think it's gonna be a very interesting storyline if it comes to pass. Possibly but a lot funny. of people are mm -hmm. insinuating, I mean, because look, let's think about this guys. They showed the back of uh, Carly's head, obviously. Mm -hmm. when, uh, she met Sonny in his dream and he was trying to remember her. Um, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if Nina goes to visit Phyllis and he sees the back of her head and thinks that she is the woman? And what if she says, fuck it, maybe I'll just say that. Now, a lot of people would probably have a problem with that if that did come to pass because I wouldn't necessarily want her to sleep with him without his memory because then that would be, you know, we get into those rape yeah. stickiness and we don't want to do that. But if she can keep Sonny away from Carly for a little bit. It's karma. Uh, or Carla. <laughs> yeah, but you know, then that leads people to believe that Nell might be alive. But interestingly enough, your next winner um, yeah. of the week, a lot of people thought she was going to be Nina's original daughter. So why do you think Willow won the week for you? And again, this is where I get bitchy. Um, and again, the reason I picked Willow as the winner, because as I said from the get-go, she's, she's the new babe. Like, the way this girl is acting is like, I'm all sweetness and light. But that girl is letting her in her hoe bag, like, out. Mm -hmm. And not only just that, but, like, the bitch. Because it is just like, oh, everything I say is, like, straight up shitty to chase. Like, Michael buys me everything. Like, uh-huh. And that dress. I mean, every time she's gone out with Chase when she's living with Michael and they're married, it is just like, 
Uh huh. I'm gonna find the sluttiest dress, but oh no, Sasha's the bad girl. Uh, like, and, and this is no disrespect for, to the actress who's beautiful and lovely and looks great in that dress. But when they normally dress her like uh, the freaking Stepford Wives or what was it? Uh, with uh, Dennis, who is that? Uh, Bill Paxton. That mm -hmm. um, that uh, sister wives show. I was like, what is it? Yeah. Big love. I have big love. But yeah, it's like she dresses like that. And then, uh, oh, I'm going out with Chase and I get it, honey. But I'm going to dress like like this. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that girl is not only acting like a bitch and a hoe, but we can't even call her that because she is the sweetness and light and snow white. That's a winner in my book because like, oh, wow, you played it right, girl. I'm the good one. I am the good girl, but I, you know, again, am acting all up. And now yeah, well, I've not I seen mean, the shameless behavior since Babe Chandler. But we do love some Babe. <laughs> um, I, I actually love both renditions of Babe. Obviously, Alexa yeah, I Hayden. liked Amanda too. I, 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 I she was both. actually better in my book because I didn't hate her as much. I, I love Alexa. I love again, like with Bitsy and Sasha. I love seeing you in other things, but your Babe was the smug little bitch that Willow is. Uh uh. Yeah. And Jr. got thrown under the bus. Mm mm. And you can't. You're the one who took Miranda. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't handle that. Like so, you know, another character that you had put down for a loser. Uh, with Sharon. Now, we talked a little bit about oh, Sharon yeah. earlier from Young and the Restless. What are your thoughts on Sharon? I'm sorry. Anyone who is with, like, and again, I appreciate Mariah for pointing this out. Mm -hmm. Ray, it, by soap standards, is one of the best guys. He, You know, he is just a straight-up good dude. And he loves you. You're married. You look great in the dress. He stood by you for everything. But, oh, no, you messing around with Adam freaking Newman? I get he is adorable. But he is a piece of crap. I mean, yeah. again, I love me some Chelsea, and she sadly saddled with him because, you know, he's her baby daddy. But Sharon, you don't have to be with him. But, oh, no, you'd rather be a crappy mom and yeah. a crappy That's wife and, then, and be with Adam. Oh, yeah, it, it ain't that good. It, it's not Billy. <laughs> no. It ain't Billy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, no, I, I hear you on that. I also think that, you know, I think it's a tough predicament. Because I think a lot of that is storyline dictated rather than like, it's more, it seems more plot yeah, than character. It, it's than very all. icky. Like, that's me. I'm like, I get why they're doing it, but it's not good. It, it's not well written at all. They don't make it any better and, while they're doing yeah, it. Yeah. Like, and to me, ever since they decided that they were going to go a different direction with Sharon, and I get, you can't play the ingenue forever. Right. But it, it was like, you know, they put her more on equal footing with Phyllis, but Phyllis is just so much a stronger character and so many of these things fit yeah. and it doesn't fit with Sharon. So with the, you know, the bipolar stuff and her being like, you know, a little bit more, uh, dare I say, trampy, the, you know, and doing certain things, it's like, yeah, but you're kind of, I mean, Faith may be a teenager and that's your oldest child, but it's still like, she's going through some shit and you're off making out with uh, the guy who kidnapped her and is part of the bullying. Oh, but we're going to blame Billy because he released the article that was the truth. Oh my God. Yeah, this is like legit shooting the messenger, huh? I'm not saying Billy's perfect. The boy isn't, but those dimples. That's that's true. I mean, look, he's trying loser, to be a better person. Adam isn't. Well, I agree. I mean, my loser probably for the next two weeks is going to be Claire. <laughs> Bless um, her heart. On Days of Our Lives, because poor Claire. 
I think that it reminded me, and next week we'll talk about why she's the loser again this week. Um, just going ahead and give you guys a preview. But, you know, I feel like Claire, she's, what I love most, and I'll talk performer for a moment, Isabel Durant really has grown Claire into her own. And, oh, yeah. And what I think is that the character of Claire and who she is is still there at the core. She's this lost and lonely little girl who looks for acceptance and love from every person around her. And, you know, that's why, you know, last week she had it really hard with, the, you know, with, with Charlie and, and believing him and letting it go. Um, and then this week, we'll talk about next week about the decision that she made. But I, I think that Claire is continuously the loser. And honorable mention, uh, <laughs> we'll um, go to what started as the beginning of a manipulation um, by poor Susan Banks. Um, I also want to oh, give yeah. a special shout out uh, for performer of the week. I want to go back to that. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, to Katie McLean. Yes. Uh, who exited her role um, as Jennifer Horton for now. Um, we don't know when the character's coming back. It when they do, who it'll be played by. But I want to say, I think Katie did an amazing job. Her final scene, when they did a little throwback to All My Children with the pancakes, yes. uh, was was classic Ron. Uh, so yeah, Katie, we you, love you, Ron, for that. Yes, and, and Katie, you did an amazing job, like, you know, coming in, stepping into really big shoes, no matter how people feel about Melissa Reeves. Melissa Reeves is Jennifer Horton, unfortunately, uh, or, or fortunately, how do <laughs> feel about her? Um, my personal feelings aside, um, you know, she's already she in slip. Yeah, yeah. But she, she, she does own that role. And Katie came in and made the role her own. And, you know, that just speaks to how great of an actress she is. So, congratulations, Katie, on your run. And we hope to see you again very soon on something. Yeah, maybe, maybe Pine Valley. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I actually, Katie McLean would have been my pick for Nina. I'm glad we have Cynthia, especially with the direction we're going. Again, no disrespect there, but that would have been interesting because, um, you know, her and John Lindstrom are married in real life, uh, Kevin and Ryan. And it would be nice to see if she's not Nina, which is a character I feel like we're writing her exit again. Sorry, guys. But it does feel that way. But with Katie, you know, may maybe she comes to GH because uh, sadly we're always going to pick that one first. But I do, I, I love me some days to YNR. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I love it. And, you know, guys, as always, Lucretia, this is fun. <laughs> and I can't wait to do it again next week. Um, next week, we'll have so much more losers and stuff going on for you guys. Um, hopefully, more amazing <laughs> soap news. Um, yeah. And we'll have some winners too. You know, I think we've had some winners yeah. this week. Um, uh, for sure, in the Emmy category, uh, you know, uh, performer of the week kind of like there is no other choice. Uh, I know since we're doing this on Wednesday instead of Monday, it's like, you know, uh, William Lipton, he's a star. Right. We're swinging back around to you guys. Yeah. Speaking on Monday, you know, I know we were not on this Monday, but we hope you all are still tuning in to Forever in a Day. Uh, Lucretia and I are so happy to be a part of the show. Uh, playing Antoine, and who do you play, Lucretia? Let everyone know. I am Caitlin Harper. She is. Uh, yes. Um, and the Harper family dinner, if you guys didn't listen to that, that was last week. And lots of big stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a really good episode. I also recapped it with my co-host, uh, Matthew Preston, who plays Jonah. Um, mm -hmm. I recapped it with him on this Sunday. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Please continue to support the show uh, forever today. We have over 5,000 listeners. We're really happy to have you guys all on board. Um, and then please continue to support myself 
Jeff and Lucretia. We're happy to come to you guys every week to talk. I believe we're coming at you. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy. Um, so guys, look, follow me on social media. Twitter, Darrell Anthony. Instagram, I'm Darrell Anthony. And my Facebook is Darrell Anthony and Lucretia. Baby girl, where can they find you? Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe in Soap Operas. If you're not subscribed to the show, be sure to hit that button so you get new episodes each week in the feed of your favorite podcasting app. Like us, rate us. Have something to say? Leave us a review. And if you're looking for the video version of this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel and like our Facebook page, all under Believe in Soap Operas. That's B-L-E-A-V. We will be streaming live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, and that's 3 p.m. Pacific on Facebook and YouTube. So join in on the fun there. Stay safe and sane, soap fans, and stay tuned for more Believe in Soap Operas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.